0: Welcome to the University of New Hampshire School of Law podcast, where every week our professors give legal insight on important news topics. Learn more about the law school by visiting law.unh.edu. Today we are with Professor Michael McCann to discuss the latest wrinkle in the Colin Kaepernick collusion case against the NFL involving EA's Madden 19. Please note opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire. So, just to start off with, just super briefly, can you summarize the collusion case with
1: Colin Kaepernick? Sure. So, Colin Kaepernick, as we know, has been involved in a controversy in the NFL over kneeling during the national anthem. And when Colin Kaepernick became a free agent, he was not signed by any teams, and no teams have expressed interest in him. And it's surprised many given that he was a starting quarterback and many would say, yeah, he's not Tom Brady, but he's still a good, maybe very good quarterback who earlier in his career was really an elite quarterback. And he believes that he has been blacklisted because of his protesting during the anthem. And in the NFL, to prove collusion, he has to show that two or more teams or the NFL and at least one team have conspired to deny him of a collectively bargained right. And here, it's the right to sign with the team. And he needs evidence. And it can't just be conjecture. It can't just be, I think I should be signed and no one's signing me. That's not enough. There has to be some kind of tangible evidence, whether it's an email, whether it's a text, whether it's sworn testimony. It has to be something that can be measured. And Kaepernick believes that what has happened is that the owners are intimidated by President Trump. President Trump has made Kaepernick a focal point at times of his criticism of the NFL, and the NFL owners have been on tape during a meeting in last October where they talked about their their worries about the president, what the president could do. So, so that's the gist of the collusion grievance, and a neutral arbitrator. University of Pennsylvania law professor Stephen Burbank will at some point decide whether or not collusion has been proven.
0: And this latest little piece kind of adds to this. uh, Is he getting blacklisted aspect? Uh, us brings us to EA's Madden 19, where Kaepernick's name was edited from the soundtrack, kind of in a similar way to controversial language, like swears is removed.
1: Yeah, that's right. So on Twitter, someone noticed that Kaepernick's name is removed from a song, a song called Big Bank. It's on YG's new album and the song is sung by Big Sean. And during the song, one of the lyrics is, you boys all cap, I'm more Colin Kaepernick. Well, in the video game, which is in a pre-release version, it doesn't come out uh, until uh, August 10th. And in the song, I'm more Colin Kaepernick is removed. From the song. And and like you said, AJ, that's analogous to having somebody uh, be removed like like a curse word, right? That we remove curse words. So certainly it's offensive if you're the player. And EA has, has apologized. EA said that it will update the game where the lyrics are brought back in. And certainly the EA has taken responsible steps. Uh, EA's rationale, our explanation is that what happened here is that since Kaepernick isn't a player in the game, he's not listed on any of the rosters, that EA thought it had to remove him from the game. Now that, that, of course, isn't true. You don't have to be a free agent or a player on a game. You're, if you're a public figure, you can be mentioned in a song. It's consistent with intellectual property laws. So a lot of people are sort of skeptical of that reason. And and to be honest, there's even more skepticism now, because it's turned out that Kaepernick was also removed from Madden 18. Yeah. And in that game, he actually is a player. So it doesn't appear that being a player is explanatory. And we don't know why EA has removed it. But the, the relevance here is that, well, could the NFL have directed EA? To remove Kaepernick. We don't know if that's true, but it's not unheard of because we know from Ed O'Bannon's case against the NCAA, yeah, exactly. right? The NCAA and, and EA, uh, the NCAA's licensing entity, I should be more specific, and EA talked about removing the player's name. So it's not unheard of. Yeah. People can't, really
0: shouldn't underestimate the importance of these games when it comes to the real world. I mean, it's real intellectual property and likenesses being used and things like that. There's big money in these games. Yeah.
1: These games are, are, Humongous, and especially among you know, as each generation passes, more and more generations are familiar with video games and computer games, right? That it's part of of who they are. It's not just something they played when growing up; it's something they play as adults. We know esports have exploded in popularity. So for for a player or for a union. Or for a league, what happens in a video game is actually quite meaningful. A lot of people say, "Well, it's just a video game." It, it's a major product, it is. right? This is this is a big deal.
0: It, and you figure the amount of money EA dumps into these. I mean, you got to go into the the development of just the platform. You got to put into the licensing with the NFL and the unions, which it's got to be serious money for the NFL to be able, to be involved with this. It is,
1: and, and the NFL and NFLPA work together on licensing intellectual property of teams, of players, of coaches, and it is big money it's hundreds of millions of dollars and these games of course uh, you know end up being part of an industry that's a multi-billion dollar industry and this deal provides quite a bit of money to players in the league and the expectation is that video game deals will become more lucrative as time goes on you know a lot of people are cutting the cord in terms of cable tv you know there's a shift of what people do right with their time video games uh, especially uh, they're not something that just kids play anymore these are adult activities And that's only going to become more apparent as time goes on when You know, people in their 30s and 40s who grew up with Atari and Nintendo, they're going to continue to play for the rest of their lives, presumably. So it's going to be sort of a lifelong activity, and that's going to
0: increase the value. What kind of implications do you predict for the musicians that were involved with this?
1: Yeah, the musicians, in theory, could argue that a licensing agreement was violated. We don't know. We don't have access to the agreements. so we don't know the verbiage in them. But these agreements usually contain provisions on how songs can be edited. And whether or not this editing was consistent with those contracts, we don't know. If they're not, the, the artist could sue for breach of contract. They could also potentially sue for tortious interference because it embarrasses the artist, right? It looks like they've got something against Colin Kaepernick when that's obviously not their intent. It's just the opposite. I, I don't think we're going to see anything there. The fact is EA, by remedying the situation is trying to mitigate the problem. I, I, I would be surprised if the artists bring any kind of lawsuit. I think and also it's also hard to gauge what the damages are in a way. A lot more people are now familiar with, with this song than they were before because it's now part of this controversy. Yeah. So, who so knows, it might, records right, there. Yeah. It might, it might sell records. So I don't know if damages can be shown. They have a right to be annoyed, but I don't know if it's a, it's more of a, Uh, you know, a personal harm than a legal harm. Not all harms the law ought to remedy.
0: Yeah, so musicians really take it seriously for cutting lines from their songs.
1: Absolutely. It's their creativity, especially lines about individual people who they admire, right? It's even doubly offensive. Be sure to
0: check out all of Professor McCann's articles on sportsillustrated.com and follow him on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. Thank you for listening to the show. To get the back episodes, go to law.unh.edu slash podcast, which also has links to subscribe to the show on all your favorite podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and now Spotify. Be sure to like and comment. It really helps spread word about the show. Talk to you next Thursday. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire.